All right. Hey, welcome back to a special episode of the Blockbuster Hall of Fame. My friends here, Jared, Seth, and Yorton, have no idea what's going on. So I was listening to a podcast, another movie podcast, and they had like these fan suggestions for new categories. And they turned down a bunch of really good ones. And I'm here to sweep them up. And we're going to use them in our podcast. Because I feel like uh, as much as I love our podcast, it, 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 we got to change it up. You know, we got to we got to keep it entertaining. Um, so let's all vote on this. Like, I feel like we haven't had a really great best line in a while. And I feel like we could just lump that into our notes. Like, hey, this was my favorite line of the movie, whatever. We don't have to have a whole category. Does that sound like something we could do? We could replace it with something else? Oh, yeah. Okay. And I was thinking, like, getting rid of shout out, too. Like, oh, just put that in your notes. I want to shout out this guy because I, I didn't think he was going to be in the movie. Well, we you turned know, it into like a whole section last time. <laughs> huh? Yeah, no, we turned it into a whole section. <laughs> yeah, no, we did. So the category that I had for ours was like, oh, shit, they're in here. And then we actually went into a deep dive about the person that we were like, oh, shit, they're in here. Wait, yeah, Jared said that Stephen Root is the equivalent of Chris Bosch. And. I am never going to let him live that down. For as long as I, as long as we live, I will always I remind him. I said what I said. I said what I said. Uh, so, for everyone listening, like our RoboCop three episode got butchered, and the audio is not there. We got, I think, we got the last ten minutes, and I'm going to tap. I'm going to tack it on to the end of this episode. So, this episode is going to be like a State of the Union slash update. Um, of the podcast plus the last few minutes of the RoboCop three pod. So, just so y'all know. Um, okay, so I want to throw out some su- uh, suggestions that I think I want to do, and <laughs> you guys let me know if you're on board for it. Okay, so let's get rid of best line and shout out. And if there's someone worth shouting out, like I have to, I have to mention like I can't believe this guy's in the movie. We'll just throw him in the notes. Like just talk about it. It doesn't need to be its own category. So, here's some categories. <laughs> Would this movie be better with a sex scene? For every movie. <laughs> no, yeah, we said like, no. <laughs> cool. So, like, no. RoboCop 1. Would that movie be better with the sex scene? And no, we discussed I it. Like, no. I hard nope on that category. Y'all suck, man. Where's your immaturity at? <laughs> okay. So, hard agree is what I'm seeing here. Okay. Can I just say a b- b- quick moment, though? We still haven't hit an 80s movie that doesn't have... Uh, that all, Every 80s movie we've had so far pretty much has had nudity in it at some point. Even Robocop in the first one had the girl changing into her uh, <laughs> bulletproof vest. And you got a quick one. Anyways, carry on. <laughs> no, you make a good point. So I figured if if the question's worth asking, I'll ask it. That's what I'll do. But it doesn't need to be its own category. Um, <laughs> okay, Jared, you take a guess at this one. It's called the Russell Westbrook Award. Okay? What do you think this award means? Take a guess. Oh, gosh. The, uh, the, the, first, the player who tries too hard, who thinks they're better than they are. Oh, that's a good one. But they're actually hurting the movie because they're overacting? Yes. That's not bad. So I was thinking it was going to be... Which scene, if removed, would actually make this a better movie? That is the Russell <laughs> the entirety of RoboCop 3. If you just removed <laughs> the, the entirety, 
hour and 40 minutes of the movie, it's a better movie. I think that's a, I think that's a good category. Right. So, like, we're going we're gonna, to, like, every movie will say, like, all right, the Russell Westbrook Award. So, if you had to pick one scene to remove from the movie to make it better, what would it be? And Let's we just do think- one scene or one actor. Okay, one element. How about that? Yeah, yeah, not yeah, just yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. One element. Okay, cool, cool. What do y'all think? Yes, I like the idea of the element because the element gives us some variety because, you know, some movies may be really good. Like A Few Good Men, the element we might need to remove is Tom Cruise trying to play baseball, but we don't really <laughs> want to remove, like, you know, Tom Cruise from the movie, you know? <laughs> yeah. You'll never forget the Yoo-Hoo. baseball scene, huh? Or yeah, obsession with you. I don't understand that. I need to listen to that episode if Tom Cruise is playing baseball. (laughs) And he has a fridge full of yuhus that he's just downing all the time. Oh yeah, never mind. I need to go back. So that's a good one. We're okay. We'll do that. Um, It's not really a category. It's more of just questions we're going to ask every episode. Um, I, I call this the road trip survey. It's pretty much. You're on a road trip. Which character or actor from the movie would you most want to spend time with on this road trip? And then which one would you least want to spend time with on the road trip? So, like, I don't think I could hang out with Tom Cruise on a road trip from (laughs) that movie. But I could hang out with basically anyone else except for Jack Nicholson, you know? Yeah, Jack Nicholson would be the big one. Like, no, 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 no. I don't want to hang out with him. Well, I know who Jared would hang out with for RoboCop 3. It would definitely be Stephen Root's character. That is definitely who Jared would want to hang out with because he is the Chris Bosch, again, of (laughs) big three movies. I will never forget this. I will not want to hang out with Stephen Root because he was doing his best Littlefinger impression. And fuck no, I'm not hanging out with Littlefinger. Watch this movie. (laughs) Um, Let's pick a movie real quick. What's a movie we did that we... That we, oh man, what's a movie we did that we can just play at this category real quick? Uh, Let's go with The Matrix, our very first movie. Okay, so like for example, I do, I would not want to hang out with Neo on a road trip. I feel like he has no sense of humor. He's very dramatic in everything he does. And if I'm being honest with you, this is maybe a little perverted. I kind of want to hang out with Jada Pinkett Smith in that movie on a road trip. I just want to. I want to hang out with Trinity because I feel like she would be like the best road trip mom. Okay, that's a good. That's a good reason. Joey Pants. She, Joey Joey Pants. (laughs) No, I just feel like that's who I want to. That's who I want to hang out with. Hey, that's. I want to hang out with the kid. No, the kid who created the like hot blonde. That's who I was thinking. That's who I'd want to hang out with on the road trip. I forget. I was trying to remember what his name, but the one that created the model. Yeah. yeah. He's like, hey, you can have some time with her on the side if you want. <laughs> that dude, that dude would be a fun person to hang out with on a road trip. Yeah. He can make some mods and shit. Um, <laughs> okay. So I like that award. I like, I'm not really award, just a category. Um, and the last one I have is when we're discussing. Okay. Let's use, uh, let's use, uh, a few good men again. This is called the Hall of Fame plaque. So you know when you're in baseball, well, obviously we don't know that, but the Hall of Fame in baseball, they give you a plaque and they put a team logo on it. And it usually represents the team that you're most known for playing on, right? So, for example, Tom Cruise. 
what is his Hall of Fame plaque? Like, what movie would you put on that plaque to define his like career? Right. That that's that would lead to a lot of fun discussion. I think. Mission Impossible Three. Mm, no, really? I say, because uh, I feel like that's the Mission Impossible where they now have it, where he's got this long line of Mission Impossible movies with it. So that's why know, I would put that. I would three. say Ghost Protocol was the one that fully rebooted it. Because remember, there was a little bit of a break between three and four. But then when they did four and they were like, oh shit, this is really good. Three was good, but then four is what set it apart. So I, I attribute it to like Fast and the Furious a little bit, where Fast Fast and Furious was like, ah, it's not bad. But then Fast Five came out, and they were like, oh, shit. This remade everything. So, See, but the fourth one I feel like is where they realize the direction they want to go with with the Fast and the Furious. And so I... Oh, okay, hold on. Let's Seth talk real quick. <laughs> I just... I need to tell y'all... I mean, I respect any Mission Impossible choice for Tom Cruise's hat, but if you fucking we, say Top Gun, really? If I have said two, if I have said Mission Impossible two, you would have really respected that one. You are, you are fair. You are, that's fair. Mission Impossible two never happened. I erased that movie from my memory. <laughs> it, this, it doesn't. Happen. It goes Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible three. It wasn't that three bad. for reasons. It yes, it was. Shit, it was awful, but it wasn't like he had a gun. In the sand after wrecking, and he kicked it up in the air and caught it. He also had that terrible hair. Mission Impossible 2 was awful. What are you talking about? Tom Cruise does not look good with long hair. I'm sorry. Short hair is the only way. Anyway, I'm sorry. Back to the point at hand. The movie. (laughs) I begs to differ, but go ahead. the, The movie that deserves for his Hall of Fame plaque, right, is a movie that shows nuance of character, that has a love story, that has a unique and a movie that's never been done by anyone else as far as like stylistic stuff goes and as far as even the main plot device and has great lines such as nothing everything ends badly or else it never really ends and has Elizabeth Shue in it it is obviously cocktail that is the movie that should be on his hall Man, of fame he was plaque setting this up dude <laughs> I love cocktail, by the way. Why did I, I haven't seen you cocktail so I got no opinion. Why, why did I let him join this podcast? Oh, I don't know. I will say okay. what my favorite role is that he's in, uh, my favorite movie role he's played ever, Tropic Thunder. Yes. Best role he's best ever role. played. That's, but I wouldn't put amazing. that as his plaque, but that is no. his best role. I actually I say think, Ghost Protocol, by the way. That's my actual one. Okay. I'm, I'm with Yorton on the third one. I think that revived it because it was like, is this franchise going to just die out? And then the third one came out and I was like, oh, no, there's legs here. I mean, again. Um, Again, that's why I say it. I think it's like Fast and Furious. It's like, oh, okay, reboot, franchise not dead. But then the next one was like, oh, shit, like this is a billion-dollar franchise now. I also think that 4 is the one that set the tone for all the ones that followed. Like, 3 saved the franchise, and 4 solidified what it was going to be moving yeah. forward, if that makes well, I sense. Think, I agree with that, yes. Yeah, I, like I agree. I think, three is the, I think 3 is the best one. But four is oh, and no. on are the most fun. Are you serious? Three is the best one. Absolutely, the best villain. It's got the best acting okay. out of all of them. The best, the best villain. He was a good villain. Third. Jared's I think mad. I think five. Christoph five was. Philip Seymour Hoffman was a really good villain. I, I will Chris, give you yeah. that. Yeah. 
But okay, I feel like look, what... time out. Do y'all see the discussion this category has caused? This is this is the whole point. And I don't know what movie to put on this plaque. I don't know if it's just Hot the Kill. Mission Impossible logo or if it's Jerry Maguire, baby. Throwing that out there. Um, it's and not Vanilla it. Sky. I'll just say that. Right <laughs> For all the Vanilla Sky fans that like watching this podcast, sorry about that. <laughs> no, it's... Because it's, 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 that's literally our fair. most watched uh, uh, podcast, uh, isn't it? Vanilla Sky is number Sky's one. Most I've been seeing the numbers lately. You gotta, so do you, you guys say, have... Jared? Jay, Jared, you're really low. Your microphone's away from you, I think. Oh, sorry. You got to show us the numbers. We haven't seen the numbers lately. Okay, I'll pull it up uh, when we stop recording. I'll show you guys. Um, uh, okay. Top Gun deserves some consideration. I know there's uh, recency uh, bias, but it deserves some consideration because that movie was great, and it has the greatest legacy or sequel of all time, and I still stand by that right now. Even though recency bias in there, I have people that literally – love that movie who should not love that movie who still do love that movie and it was really good so i think top gun deserves some respect uh at least some consideration i will not argue that point was, I, was top gun oh sorry jordan no you're always going to praise the movie all i was going to say is i'm not going to argue i've got no argument against that so uh <laughs> was it better than scream seth because i know top you gun, about scream top gun maverick yeah was it better than the fifth Scream movie? Oh, heck yes. Okay. Easily. No, because I know you raved about like, Scream 5, and that's tech. Scream well, 5 is like the legacy sequel. Oh, absolutely. And Scream 5 was actually my fifth favorite Scream movie. I mean, I still liked the movie a lot, but it was still only the fifth best one. Top Gun Maverick made me cry at the end. Manly tears, but man tears. Dude, dude no way okay. Top Gun Maverick should have been that good. It really should have mm-hmm. been that good. I mean, yeah. I need to see this movie. Y'all stop talking about it. You're going to ruin it. Yeah. Um, the, the last time I cried was that movie Morton, Jordan made us watch. Uh, what was it? With you? Robocop 3? No, Your Name. Your Name. Your yeah. Name. Oh, well, that was a good man. one. That was hey, good. Like, I felt the tears coming and I started screaming out loud. I was like, don't do it. Don't do it. And then Jared was screaming, me. you're dead. <laughs> I will not blame you for that. You know what, uh, Seth and Jordan, y'all need to do a uh, spoiler cast over the new Top Gun and just do a 20-minute podcast just talking about it. Um, ooh, I'm done. When Kenobi ends, we need, we need to do another spoiler cast over Kenobi. Yeah. I am um, waiting to binge watch it so no one talk about it. I am waiting. He dies. First, first episode, just his head cut off. Dude, yeah. oh, that's awful. Um, Titanic sinks. Um, okay, so that's all I have. Do you guys have any suggestions you want to throw on for categories that you've maybe wanted to do for a while? And I'll send out the uh, the rundown before the next episode. I don't know, but I would like to come up with some type of to keep in with the theme of her basketball awards name. I would like to come up with a category name for that. I have no idea, no suggestions, but <laughs> I like the idea of the Hall of Fame thing. What are we going to call that? I don't know. But oh, there was a suggestion for the James Harden Award, and it's the actor who really doesn't want to be there but has to. <laughs> oh, if that becomes relevant, can we have that? But can we call it the Jim Harden? Because I refuse to acknowledge him by his name that he goes by. Jim Harden. Uh, Jimbo Harden. <laughs> Boy, um, 
Let's think. What are some funny basketball? Like, who's a player that we can correlate to a movie? You guys are much more on the basketball knowledge than me. Okay, well, you're, let's throw in all sports here. We got football. We got everything, man. Um, the Tom Brady, he just won't stop being great award. Jack Nicholson would have won that one, you know, from uh, a few good men. Just please That's retire. Actually- I do uh, like the bison thing. I'm sorry, I'm partial to that one because yes, I just, the bison that, award. That. Oh no, yeah. award should just be like yes, yeah. someone who just stood out in in a movie that should not have been that good, just was amazing yeah. acting. Skills. Oh yeah, I think we should do that because we talked about that. Like I said, Ray, I was uh, when I hosted it, we were just great. We had the bison <laughs> award. We had the oh shit, they're in this movie award. So yeah. I'm the problem. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, no, your uh, fucking Craig is the problem because Craig didn't record. Um, <laughs> tell you what, man. Why don't you host the uh, Jurassic Park one next week? Oh Give no, we're doing uh, X Men next week. We we jumped you. Oh, that's fine. Okay, we'll do X Men. That's fine. Uh, is, well, is wait, which one? Which I know. I know how you feel about this race. The so <laughs> The back the, uh, half trilogy. First, first class. class. Yeah. yeah the first, first class. We're doing all four, by the way. The yeah. first class quadrilogy. Uh, I know. I'm not looking forward to the Phoenix. I've avoided that movie. Hey, but I am looking forward to Days of Future Past, man. Fuck yes. So, can I just say, Jared, if you're going to host next episode, can you just have a segment called Ray? Go. And just let me bitch. <laughs> For like twenty minutes, you want to yes. bitch about the first class though, or when we get to some of the other ones, it's less bitching. But I have some bitching to do. For okay, okay. I know yeah, yeah. about. I got. I got days future the bitch about too. <laughs> with the first class, and I know yeah, why. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I have thoughts, look. y'all. I'm just Let me host that one so you can get your thoughts out. Because I mean, I am the only th- the only part I really want to bitch about is the Darwin part. But uh, outside <laughs> of that, like. I will have nothing good to add because it's going to be like, this was a good movie. (laughs) I would like a chance to share my thoughts on why I like the X-Men movies. (laughs) Don't worry. I think they're they're (laughs) I'm going to look forward to this conversation. It's going to be good. Here's a tease. They're not bad movies. They're bad X-Men movies. If you can wrap your mind around that. I would, Why I wanna... in the hell is Mystique the leader of the X-Men? Why? I got to save it. I got, I got this. I, I, I want to respond. I'm going to save this for next save time. Save it for the uh, episode. You know exactly why, but I'm just not going to say it right now. Jennifer Lawrence? Yes. Make her a badass villain. <laughs> How cool would that be? She'd be like, uh, never mind. Okay, you know what? We'll, we'll save it. We'll save, <laughs> save it. it. Um, okay, so those are the categories. We're going to add them. Um, and real quick, give me a 30-second review of RoboCop 3, Seth. Go. Oh, it was one of the crappiest movies ever that had a good premise that nothing ever really matched up to, with the exception of John Castle, who tried the bison and fell just slightly shy. Jared, 30 seconds, uh, Max, go. Great premise, great thought, great ideas, good bones. 
terrible fucking execution because they try to do too much. When you have a simple premise, such as forcing pe- government, forcing people out of their homes, just stick with that premise. Don't add anything else. And that's all that movie did. So shout out John Castle. He won the Bison Award. All right, Yorton. 30 seconds so, Uh Like everyone was saying, good bones. I like <laughs> the premise of this movie. The whole problem I'd have is they did not know how to execute with a really good premise. I'd love to see this movie remade modern day and see what the person would go with. By like someone competent? Yes, of course someone competent, but yes. Because the whole idea, I feel like, will fit so well in modern times about the distrust of police, uh, with the police, with uh, militarization of the government, and the <laughs> just be a great one. All right. Oh, hey, tell you what, here's, what, here's how we'll end this, this episode. Um, Seth, would that movie, Robocop 3, be better with a sex scene? <laughs> uh, no, there is absolutely nothing that can make that movie better. Uh, I mean, not even a gratuitous sex scene in the middle. In fact, actually, it might even make it worse because it just wouldn't even make sense. No, it wouldn't make it worse. It would just be like, okay, because it would fit in because it had so much stuff that didn't matter. <laughs> like Jordan. the movie. Jordan. What is a Russell Westbrook yeah. award for this movie? Like, what scene, if removed, would have made that a better movie? If removed, what would be the... So uh, if you took out a certain scene or actor or something, an element, what would make it a better movie? Oh, if you boy, that's I think when, uh, when uh, the way... Uh, what's her name? The cop, when she dies. The, I, that, that, they... They took a character that we were we had for two other movies and had her die, and RoboCop, who is supposed to show emotions, just lays it flat. And yeah, that that scene they should have removed it and redid it in a different way, or just cut it out and make the whole movie better. Um, Jared, road trip survey: pick the one guy or girl you'd want to go on a road trip with, and one you'd want to go least on a road trip with. No the audio uh, mediums. Def- definitely uh, road trip. John Castle. I definitely <laughs> want to go on a road trip with him because he'd just be so over the top. It would just be the best road trip ever. Because you never know what he's gonna say. It's like, dude, we're just singing a song. Why did you turn this into like fucking spoken word theater? Uh, but yeah, no. Shout out John Castle. Least like to go on a road trip with. This bum-ass RoboCop from this movie, he sucked. He sucked. We went on his ass last time, and I don't want to bring that back up. But, uh, yeah, this RoboCop sucked. And he's not even a bad actor. He was just terrible at RoboCop. Like, he's been good (laughs) in other things. It's not like he's awful as an actor. It's just, ooh. I would go on a road trip with RoboCop from the first RoboCop movie. But the third, but this third iteration of RoboCop, hell, Dad, keep your ass at home. But Chris Bosch, it's no love. Um, I'm looking at John Castle's IMDb. Let's see here. I don't know anything. Wow. His top four, <laughs> I've only heard of RoboCop 3. So we can't do the, the Hall of Fame plaque because no one in this movie would ever get a Hall of Fame plaque for anything. So 
Maybe Frank Miller? What's Frank Miller's Hall of Fame plaque? 300. Oh, I heard Daredevil. I heard 300. I think the Dark Knight Returns. Uh, I think either Daredevil or Dark Knight Returns, actually. One of the two, so... So we're not sticking with movie categories? Because I was sticking with movies. Yeah, if we're doing movies, movies, then I'm definitely doing Sin City. Yeah, I'm going to go with Sin City for that one, too, actually, if we're doing movies. If we're doing career, I think I'm doing Dark Knight Returns or Batman Year One. But I don't know. Oh, his Daredevil run for me is, if we're doing like all of his writing, comic otherwise, has to be for Daredevil. His Daredevil run is amazing. Born Again? I'd, I'd go Batman The one before. One. The Electra Saga. The gotcha. first one. Because, yeah. Alright, cool. Well, there we go, y'all. So, listeners, we apologize about the no RoboCop 3 podcast. But we're going to listen to the last 10 minutes of it, or so. I don't know. Yorton, you said it was 10 minutes? I've got, I gave, I sent you the first 14 minutes, the last 10 minutes of it. Should we listen to the first 14? Did y'all have some good? I sent it to you. Oh, but should we add it? I don't know what y'all talked about. I wasn't there. Was it good discussion or should we just? Oh, no. It was a great podcast. That's why I'm upset. It was a really good one over a shitty movie. And I'm not just saying that. Whatever. I'll just throw it all on there, man. And I'll, I'll leave like a little. (laughs) break that says by the way it stopped recording and here's the last 10 minutes so that's what we'll do cool thank you guys for jumping on this was fun all right here it is the first 14 minutes of the robocop 3 podcast jared did a great job hosting it's a shame that it the audio messed up um i'm going to come back on again after the first 14 minutes because that's really what stopped recording and somehow yorton was able to get the last 10 minutes of it so i will introduce that and again we apologize um what a shitty way to record the legacy that is RoboCop 3. All right, enjoy. The Blockbuster Hall of Fame. You hear my great voice. Uh, it is Jared. I am joined with Seth and Jordan. Ray is out today. He uh, is respecting the troops. So much respect to Ray. So we reviewed, speaking of the troops, we watched RoboCop 3, the finale of our great RoboCop series. So, Jordan, quick hits. Tell me what you think. I think for me, I think the biggest takeaway from this, this movie, while still feeling like RoboCop, was completely different than the other two RoboCops and had a much different feel than the other two RoboCops. And even the underlying uh, baseline of what RoboCop is, is different. So... For me, the biggest thing, I'm not going to say it's a great movie or anything, but I do like the fact that it's like a different side of a story to tell in that same world. Seth? So I liked exactly five things in this movie. (laughs) And for the record, two of them, actually, never mind, all of them are very small details. I, I did not like the movie, and I know... I don't. There's not much a whole lot for me to say about this. I liked RoboCop two more. I mean, I, I was just out of all three of them, this movie was uh, not great. So wait, I, I'm curious, Seth. So which one did you end up seeing back a while ago, and you thought it was the original RoboCop? Oh, oh, I found that out by the way. It was the TV show. <laughs> oh yeah, they had the free TV show on Amazon. 
awesome. I, yeah. I just thought that was absolutely hilarious when we got done with the first Robocop movie. You're like, this is not the movie I thought I saw. <laughs> it was Wow. Like, I, it's one of those things. I thought I had watched these movies, but apparently I just watched the live action TV show from the 90s. I had watched and I did not know that because I'm watching these movies. I'm like, none of this is familiar. I recognize none of this. Oh, my God. He never do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh okay so yeah a couple of my quick thoughts i thought that this movie had potential to be the best of the series especially with the new story or the new direction that it went um we're going to talk about themes of robocop 3 um a little bit later but i i just really thought this movie had a lot of potential but boy did it not deliver a damn thing <laughs> it didn't deliver anything. Uh, so, well, as... I, I, honestly, uh, Jared, there, I was honestly wondering what you were going to, when we started this, what your opinion of the third one is, because I feel like this this one would more fit in your belief of like police power and everything like that. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Over it was... the power and the theme. Oh, yeah. So I was curious how yeah. you uh, felt with this one, Seth. You, you got know, something to say? Yeah, you know how you talk about how this movie like uh, had potential and then doesn't deliver. Uh, I think I think I'm going to end up agreeing with that a lot because of the things that I liked. Because the things that I liked, or two of the things I liked, was the music and the cast. And the yep. music was pretty much a holdover from the first two movies. <laughs> and the <laughs> cast, I liked the cast. I didn't like what they did in the movie, but I liked the cast. Like I liked the actors and actresses they had a lot. I'm like. I'm that dude oh yeah i love that woman but then it's like i don't i don't like them in this uh so yeah i'm with you on that i'm pretty sure that's going to be my ultimate yeah. it could have been i yep. think and we're going to be all on about the same amount of slider of like this movie could have been much better and had a lot of potential like we always talk about uh yorton i know we always mention that when a movie has a like, good bones and i felt like this movie had some some pretty good bones set up but it's just like the body you put around the bones is just like, hey man, like you wanna you wanna try that again? But speaking of the bones, we're gonna segue into the writing. So this movie was written by Frank Miller. And some of you may know who Frank Miller is. Name may sound familiar. Of course, he famously did uh, you know, Sin City and 300 movies that we've all probably saw in our formidable years, but he's done a lot more, actually, a lot before that excuse me, a lot of comic books that we grew up reading, he actually wrote some of those and did a lot of the artwork for them as well. So, Seth, let's start out with you. Uh, since you love Daredevil and Frank Miller was a writer of Daredevil. Yeah, so Frank Miller, uh, I love Frank Miller's Daredevil run, especially his initial run and his kind of sequel follow-up run, the Born Again story. Uh, if anyone's familiar with Electra, he was the creator of that character, uh, there's actually a famous little tiff that he has in Marvel because of it, because he thought he had the entire rights of that character and that Marvel shouldn't be able to use her again. So when he killed her off and then when they brought her back, he was very upset about that kind of deal for that. Uh, but he wrote actually some of the best Daredevil stories up until maybe Brian Michael Bendis' run, uh, in my opinion, because uh, he had the whole, you know, issue 181, which if you've seen the movie Daredevil, Ben Affleck, 
despite its flaws, a lot of the Frank Miller stuff was in there. And Frank Miller's actually on screen for that movie. He gets killed in that. He gets a bullseye, stabs him with a pin to the mm-hmm. forehead. Uh, and then he also did a run on Wolverine's solo series with Chris Claremont, which is actually one of the first X-Men spinoff comics. Uh, and it was a four-issue run, and he did the artwork for that because he was an artist and a writer at the time. Uh, but yeah, and then obviously Sin City, the which is creative. If That's putting it nicely. <laughs> yeah, it was a creative spin on the Noah story. Like I can appreciate that, and I know a lot of people like his other BC work. I'm not as big of a fan of that stuff, but like, give me his early Marvel Day stuff when he was first starting out. Oh heck yes, I'm there for that. Now, recent Frank Miller, I'm 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 good. I can pass on that stuff. I'm I'm really good with not reading that. Like I don't want him to ever go back to Devil. I'm good with him staying away from that character now. So, Jordan, this this guy, Frank Miller, has won a, a lot of awards for his writing. What do you think about him? You know what's the funny thing about Frank Miller? I like it when people take Frank Miller's stuff and adapt to it. <laughs> like, I'm not direct, like, a lot of times directly a fan of Frank Miller, but I'm like, I think he sets up a good concept, but I like it when people, like, use his work and be, like, be inspired by it. That's my whole thing with Frank Miller. It's a different take, I know. But that's sort of how I feel with Frank Miller. What, a, what an indictment on this poor man. Hey, I <laughs> like when somebody takes your work but does it better than you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, yeah, no. Like I said, my first introduction actually to Frank Miller, like being aware of him, was obviously watching Sin City. Uh, I know Seth and I went to go watch Sin City opening night. And movie theaters, never going to forget. Uh, there was some Oh, video. your poor mother. Uh, my poor mom. My mom they got up out of the movie. My mom <laughs> got up, and she was like, Jared, what the fuck did we just watch? And I was just like, I, Mom, I wish I could tell you. I wish I could yeah. tell you. There were some scenes, and, or there were some, like, uh, vignettes, I guess, like, character arcs or storyboards in Sin City that I did enjoy. Uh, the one with Bruce Willis and the Yellow Bastard, of course, really enjoyed that one. But the rest of it, uh, yeah, yeah, I can, I can, you can, you can leave it. Um, I mean, okay, okay, Bruce, okay, Mickey Rourke, sorry, Mickey Rourke was. Yeah, amazing. I was saying, I was Marv, like, hold sorry. on, now his is good. Oh yeah, yeah, no, I forgot about Marv. I forgot about Marv. Uh, but yeah, so Sin City um, was my introduction to him. Then I went back and found out about his writing uh, with DC and the Dark Knight um, and Daredevil, uh, especially from Seth as well with the Daredevil part. So um, Frank Miller hit and miss for me. Take it or leave it. Uh, hit or miss. So, um, And I know in the last podcast we talked about how we also wrote Robocop 2, but they had to toss that script um unfortunately or fortunately depends on how you feel about robocop 2 but in this movie robocop 3 there were a lot of actors that we know and they're just popping up in this movie like oh shit they were in this movie and i know typically we go over this during our shout out section but like i like some of the some of the cameos they actually played like pretty significant roles in the movie so Jordan, what's your who was your favorite? Just like, oh shit, like this person's in here. Uh, I think my favorite one, uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, from news radio, uh, S- Stephen Root. 
Yeah. Yeah. If I I was saying I was remembering the name right. He's probably my favorite just because he's one of those guys who uh always has an interesting character, I feel like. And it's just like even for like dodgeball and and stuff like that. Is he's always an enjoyable person to see on screen and always plays an interesting character. And I think uh, Stephen Root was actually the guy that I had in mind I really wanted to talk about because he, like, if you see Stephen Root in anything else, you're just like, oh, he's a funny comedic character, sort of like that. And this movie is, like, dead serious. And then you start to, like, go through his filmography, and it's like, oh, shit, like, he's actually a very versatile actor. He can Mm -hmm. play in a lot of different roles, do a lot of different things. And so, like, when we talk about, like, the, the, uh, you know, six-man award, like, I think that's Steven Root, because, uh, or or to even keep going with NBA, you know, a lot of teams have to have, like, a big three to win a championship now. I think Steven Root is a solid, like, third player on, like, well, because obviously you'd have a, a star player, a secondary player. Who's your third guy? Steven Root coming out of nowhere. <laughs> Seth. How do you feel about Steven Root? And no, who's no, your Steven favorite Root, cameo? Steven Root. No, all right. I love. I like Steven Root. I love Red Stapler, dude. You know, he was in Justified. I loved him in that. He was this eccentric judge character in that show. Uh, I love when he pops up. He even popped up in the book of Boba Fett here recently. But like <laughs> a big three, you're saying. That that man is like Dwayne Wade or Chris Bosh. Because uh, I know you're not saying he's LeBron. So you're telling He's not Dwayne Wade. He, he, he's he like a Chris. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Chris Bosh is a stretch. Mario Chalmers. Mario Chalmers. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Okay. <laughs> I, I can't with you. Uh, Anyways, but no, my, my favorite is and will always be because his name means the same thing. Both his first and last name mean the exact same thing. And that is Rip Torn because I his name is Rip Torn. <laughs> I'd ask me a screen name. I know it has to be, but it's literally Rip and Torn. And I'm like, I don't I don't understand you, but I like him. He was in Men in Black for the, you know, he's the and he was the guy I kind of took over the old man role for the you know business role or whatever in this one. I, I enjoy seeing him in movies. Uh, I think he died here recently, actually. Yeah, he did. He passed. I think it was yeah. last year. Yeah. Um, uh, but I like. I like how they gestured the uh, like the new man in. They were just like, "Well, that's why you're the new guy in charge, and that's why the old one is out." And th- they literally yeah. gave it a one line to say like why the CEO is a different person. <laughs> and I was like, ah, okay. Which I will say, I do think the movie, as much as I like seeing Rip Torn in the movie, I do think it would have been better if they had kept the old man still in there and continued the fact that that guy was a complete straight up asshole throughout the whole series. But I, I sort of would like it they kept the old man in, but he's like halfway senile right now. <laughs> so he's just blabbling on or something. Hey, it's me again and my stupid voice. Um, sorry, but that's where their podcast cut off and stopped recording. But luckily, Yorton's backup caught like the last 10 minutes of the conversation. So um, here it is, the last 10 minutes of their RoboCop 3 conversation. And once again, sorry. Point of view. But like the, the theme is good. This is a really good theme. So like, you know, we've talked about it. And we've said that over and over again. And that's not really what a true shout out should be for. But really, I feel like... It's the one positive I can say about this movie that that was truly about this movie and not a callback to whoever did the music for number one and 
whoever did the casting for the movie. So the theme, whoever Frank Miller, I'm pretty sure is the one. So I'm going to give him credit for that. It was all right. All right. So let's rank the movies. Robocop one, two, and three. So I pretty much go in an order. One, two, and three. (laughs) Not that hard. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm going two, one, three. And it's not that two's good, but it's that I didn't like any of them. So I went with the ones that I hated the least. Sorry, Jordan. And I think Ray also liked these movies. Yeah, we put in the Hall of Fame because Jared wasn't uh, there. (laughs) Teach you for missing out on the podcast there, Jared. (laughs) Now you forever have to look at that. (laughs) uh, I... mm. But yeah, I, uh, I I have to go with two because I enjoyed it the most or maybe hated it the least would be a better way of wording this. Also, it had the – since I wasn't on that podcast, it had the uh, Tom Noonan, who I actually am a fan of. I'm a big fan of his work. So that, that probably helped me with liking that movie more than the first one because I don't like Kurt Wood Smith that much in non-comedic roles. I it's tough for me, but I ultimately gotta gotta agree with Seth. It's two, one, three. Yeah, I gotta the only issue the because the biggest issue I had with two is like when they put Kane into the robot. That that's where the movie like got really bad. Like it, he, he didn't have to be the robot. He could have just kept being Kane. It would have been a great villain. Good or cyborg him a bit or something. Yeah, yeah, like cyborg, but just putting him in the robot and then he had a stop motion fight towards the end. But ultimately he's a better villain than fucking the dad from that seventy show. <laughs> he's the ki- that was the kaiju fight that Marvel movie and Marvel products seem to love right now. Where it's like you have this great movie, these great villains, and then big monster fight at the end, and you're like, what? That didn't need it. It just yeah, wasn't it needed. Didn't but need I have a question for Jordan. All right? Mm-hmm. Jordan, I'm going to throw this at you, and uh, I'm just curious because I have a theory that what your answer is going to be. I want to see if it matches up. So if you could rank the bad guys, you know, one, two, three, you know, I got Ronnie Cox, you have, or uh, not Kurtwood Smith, not Ronnie Cox. Sorry, Kurtwood Smith. Isn't that his name? Smith, right? I think I'm saying it right. Tom Newton, and then you have, you know, John Castle. If you were to rank the villains of the movie series, what would the ranking be? Three, two, one, one, two, three, two, one, three, whatever. Ooh. I don't know. Because, uh, yeah, for me, yeah, the Robocop 1 didn't really have that strong of a villain on. You do bring up a good point on that. You know what? Honestly, like, just bad guy, bad guy, I might actually bring the... Robocop three in here was the as the the best bad guy, and the yeah reverse sort of the movie I like it how I'm seeing it because in Kane because oh. I think Kane was a little bit over the top for me on it where especially the back half yeah especially the back half third one I thought throughout the whole movie I liked him as the villain the first one it, he just they felt like regular streaks like street uh, thugs and stuff. They, they they didn't really feel like anything special in it. 
So yeah, I'm going to go reverse movie of the way I enjoy it the, <laughs> with the villains, which is rather interesting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I had the same rating. Three, two, one. So, okay. Yeah. Same here. Uh, all right, so we're going to get to everyone's favorite part of the episode. Um, just without the bad music, Ray, you can spice in the music here. All right. Um, we'll tell them to check for the dead room tone. Uh, just spice in the music. But Rotten Tomatoes game, I don't know who won last week. Oh, it was Jordan. You won last week. You were going against me. So now, Jordan, you are going against Seth since I am hosting. So, Seth, what do you think this movie got and why? Okay, I'm going to go ahead and make a very bold claim after I make this uh, percentage. My percentage score for this movie is 12. If it got anything higher, I have no faith in the 1990s <laughs> as a movie critic judgment. I will doubt their faith in movie judging. If it's any, if it's a single percentage point higher, I'm telling you, if it's 13%, I will never, ever trust a 90s movie review for the rest of my life. 12% because there's literally nothing enjoyable about this movie except for the themes, which I think may have resonated with at least some people who recognize that it had potential despite falling flat on its face entirely. Okay. 12%. Yeah, Jordan, what, what did you get and why? I... I just don't. See, I just don't see any credit going. Yes, this was a good movie. I'm going to give it a fresh rating, which this is how the systems all worked off. It's not a percentage of how good a movie is. It's just a yay or nay, and then they then they algorithm or use an algorithm for it. For it, I am going to go lower. I'm going to go six oh. percent. Well. <laughs> I'm gonna I want you guys to know a little secret. One of you got it exactly right. What? <laughs> Jordan, you are a winner. <laughs> this movie sucks. Okay, I am both upset that I lost and yet I feel like my faith in humanity has been slightly restored for a bit longer and I haven't gotten a lower score. Oh, because I, I just took your number. I'm like, I'm dividing it in half just so I don't. <laughs> that I don't. Uh, what you call. Uh, Price is right. Price me. is right, you. Because I'm just like, I just can't see anyone saying this is a good movie. Woo! And the worst part about it, it's only 31 reviews. <laughs> so that means one person gave it a positive review. Can, can you bring it up? I, there, Jared. I'm just curious what the one person had. I, oh, hold on, hold on. Let me go to Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, so, Watch so, it be Ebert. <laughs> no, no, he actually... Okay, I'll go ahead and read what he said. So Roger Ebert said, uh, why, oh, why did they persist on making these retreads? Because RoboCop is a brand name. I guess, and this is this year's new model... It's an old tradition in Detroit to take an old design and slap on some fresh new chrome. <laughs> That's a good one. That would have been especially funny if they added some chrome on him and he said that. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So it is... Uh, hold on. Rotten Tomatoes, trying to get that to come up so I can figure out who was the poor sap to give <laughs> this a positive review. See, and, and it's not even loading right, because they're just like, why would anybody search for this movie? Uh. 
Oh my goodness. Okay. So, uh, I'll get to that in a second, but we have another set of movies coming up. This is the finale of our RoboCop <laughs> series. Seth, you have the honor of picking our next movie series. What movie series will that be? Okay, this movie series is the new trilogy of the X-Men movie. So, it's the X-Men First Class trilogy, or not really trilogy, it's actually four movies. So, whatever the word for is that one. Because we do apparently have to watch Dark Phoenix, according to Ray. So y'all will hear me rant and rave when we get to that movie. I I will be ranting and raving. And we will probably have to put an explicit rating on the podcast for that day. Because there will probably be lots of angry words. But that's the movie series we're doing. I'm very excited. Ray's going to be angry the whole four movies. Uh, it's going to be great. It's going to be good. I I keep on forgetting about Dark Phoenix, and it comes on TV every try, now and to. then. And it comes on, and I'm like, what movie is this? I don't reckon. And then I'm like, wow, Dark Phoenix. So I'm not going to watch I'm wanting to watch this playthrough. Thanks, Jared. All right. Or Seth, sorry. <laughs> Thanks, Seth. So, you made me watch RoboCop 3, so I don't want to I know. I know. I know. It's awesome. Next week, we're going to watch the X-Men... First class first quadrilogy. Class. So that is X Men First Class, X Men Days of Future Past, X Men Apocalypse, and everyone's favorite movie, uh, Dark Phoenix. So yeah. two out of the four, yeah, it'll be good. But hey, I will stand on this. Like Days of Future Past is probably one of the best comic book comic book movies made. Woo! <laughs> an interesting take there. Well, no, if it's I'm, a correct one. No, okay, so I know we're going to get it. Okay, time, yeah, this is going. Suddenly, I'm very eager to see this because I like the Everyone, second one. Thank you, but you will catch us next week. Please watch. Wait, wait. We we forgot to do the Hall of Fame. Oh, I think everyone. <laughs> Oh shit! Um, that's the purpose of the podcast. We forgot about this <laughs> because we all know what the answer was. I think we all know. Although obviously we're going to be voting this into the Hall of Fame. It's a very rewatchable movie. It's uh, I'm, I'm being sarcastic. Obviously, this movie sucked ass. I just this is going to be the best episode, episode ever. The, the listeners, this is the first episode without Ray. So. Um, yeah, no, um, we forgot the premise of our own podcast. <laughs> um, no, this movie is not going in the Hall of Fame, and we do not recommend it. Um, because you're going to watch, if you do watch this movie, I'm sorry, because you're going to be like, this was a great concept. Why did they fuck this up? Again, so don't watch it for that purpose. Watch. That's assuming you get through the movie. <laughs> this be is. Because you may only get like 15, 20 minutes in and be like, nah, I'm good. You know what? If I was like a writer or something for like a professor in college for movies and stuff and like entertainment and everything, I'd make my students watch this and then ask them come up with a better script using the basics of this movie and the overall like scenes and stuff and see what you could do with it. I feel like yeah. that would be an interesting watch. That is a good Anyways. idea. <laughs> but yeah, watch X-Men First Class for next week. We will dive into it. We should have a bonus episode coming out pretty soon uh, regarding Star Wars. So check for that as well. See you guys next week. See ya.